How's it going, everybody, and welcome to episode 101, part two of the Post 20 podcast. Uh, if you guys haven't heard part one already, head over there and listen to Evan's half of the episode. Um, I'm, I haven't listened to his episode yet because I didn't want any preconceived thoughts or anything going off his points. Just wanted to keep it straight. Um, no kind of idea what he said. So these are just completely my thoughts and all that. And um, yeah. I guess we'll just get right into it, keep it nice and short. His was only half an hour, so I'll try to keep it the same. I'm sure he hit on most of the points with the game breakdown, so I'll just give you my view on what I saw, and then we'll obviously get into our predictions and whatnot, okay? So, right away, Leicester City 0, Arsenal 2. Big result for Arsenal here. They keep the unbeaten streak alive. Goals coming from Smith Rowe and Gabriel, center back. Um, Evan called the, the Smith Rowe goal, but he didn't get the over. I remember if you guys saw that on the post 20 Twitter, uh, he said that was going to be a lock, just couldn't get the job done over the line there. Uh, but he read the Smith Rowe thing and Smith Rowe has been playing extremely well, uh, as of lately, um, played off to the left here. Partey had a great game in there. Overall, it was a great performance from Arsenal, uh, Lester having issues there, uh, not getting enough forward. Tillemans had a great performance, but just couldn't get the job done. And now Leicester's in a weird spot in the table where they're at 11th, kind of in the middle of all this, the the scrum of it with all those teams. And Arsenal, after such a, a awful start, 5-2 uh, and two in their last seventh. They sit tied for sixth uh, right now with United above them just off goal differential. Uh, Mikel's really, really putting the boys together here. They're doing a great job. Uh, everybody's buying in. Uh, that same back five there, uh, except Tierney the last two weeks has been out. So Nuno Tavares has stepped in and done a really nice job. Uh, ben White as well, getting some confidence as well as Ramsdale. So it's looking nice going forward for Arsenal. I'm excited to see what they have to offer next week uh, in a big match against Watford. It could be, it could be a trap game for them. Moving on, uh, probably... The second biggest upset of the weekend, if I had to say. Uh, Burnley 3, Brentford 1. Now, after all that start from Brentford uh, competing in all these games, uh, a little bit of reality check there with Burnley uh, traveling up to Turf Moor and getting absolutely spanked. Chris Wood opening, Loughton second, and then Cornet, who's been the player of the season for them, uh, coming from Ligue 1, has been an absolute stellar guy in that lineup. Adds a bit of a pace in there, uh, draws a little bit of attention away from Dwight McNeil, gives him more opportunity to, to decide what he wants to do. So uh, Burnley turning it around there, getting their first win of the campaign. Uh, still in that relegation zone, uh, but I think that's a great confidence booster for them. For Brentford, it's a weird one, man. This game played out like a championship quality match. Brentford kind of played down to their competition, uh, sat back a lot. They're used to getting pressed on by all those top quality teams. Uh, and Burnley was a team that kind of obviously doesn't play the same. They don't play the same. They use their big guys up there. Chris Wood dominated uh, the aerial duels, and it just showed. So Brentford's really going to have to rethink things in their analytical department, uh, how to break teams down. Uh, Tooney had some chances but couldn't get the job done. So uh, they're going to have to move on from this, thinking of a better strategy. Uh, another team looking for a better strategy is Liverpool. They draw 2-2 over Bright Bright Brighton. Excuse me. 
Liverpool could have been up 3 nothing, but due to VAR, Mane couldn't get a second, and that opened the door wide open for Brighton, um, and Wepu scored probably the goal of the weekend, a uh, nice little fade over the top, Allison couldn't do anything about it, uh, and then Trossard, nice little hold up play in the box and gets a great finish for himself, so, I mean, it looked like Liverpool were going to run away with the game the first 25 minutes, there's absolute domination, uh, but Brighton stuck to the game plan, uh, they, they weathered the storm. Basuma back in there after those allegations. I'm sure Evan mentioned that. Uh, he comes in, does an extremely well-done job there, partnered with Mwepu in that 4-2-3-1. Um, in the past couple games, no no uh, Mupai, so uh, they're getting the job done there. We're getting more performances out of Lamptey. He's coming back in more minutes, eventually going to get back into that starting lineup, and they're going to be a dangerous uh, a dangerous team going forward. But um, this isn't the time for Liverpool to drop points uh, at with Chelsea keep winning. So they're really going to have to find the ways to win this game, or to close out games, I should say. Uh, speaking of closing out games, Crystal Palace to Man City nil. Uh, Laporte getting a red card right before the half. Um, talk about a collapse. I mean, I knew Crystal Palace were dangerous. I said last week I could see them get a goal, but wow, they got a great result here. Patrick Vieira is looking like the real deal at this moment getting great results against big clubs, tying West Ham, getting one against Man City, um, tying Arsenal. They're, they're just in these games, tying Leicester as well. I mean, they know how to stay in these games, and they get the job done here. And Con- Connor Gallagher with another goal alongside Wolf Zaha. I mean, uh, they know what to do. Vieira has a solid starting 11 with maybe two or three guys off the bench, and they just know how to get the job done. And they bought into the manager's game plan. It worked, and obviously a red card helps them. Uh, moving forward, even though Man City still dominated possession, but that's a phenomenal result for them. Climbs them up to 13th uh, with Man City dropping points as well. They're in third, tied with West Ham, just beating them on goal difference. So Palace have not lost their last five games, four draws and a win. So they have great momentum going forward into the next week where they need to keep it going if they want to keep climbing the ladder. Uh, Speaking of climbing the ladder, Leicester or excuse me, Chelsea, get the job done, 3-0 over Newcastle, 80% possession. We were talking about last week, uh, if Crystal Palace can hold 75% of the ball, then Chelsea can easily hold 80 or more, and they did just that. Even though before the first goal from Reese James in the 65th, Newcastle, excuse me, were in this game. Um, They kept it close, halftime, nil-nil, excuse me. They had their opportunities. It was just uh, as soon as Reese James put in that first, it was like the floodgates opened. And I think it's been a real um, great job from all the Chelsea boys because no Werner and no Lukaku up there, um, as well as Mason Mount with COVID. I mean, we have a lot of weapons out, and we're still getting the job done. So that just shows how deep this team is. Um, and that's what a champions a champion um, side does. They get the results no matter who's out there. They're, they're 18, 20 deep off the bench. Uh, and it shows. So, uh, great result from them. Reese James with a brace, as well as a clinical Jorginho penalty with the signature skip. So, um, for Newcastle, there's links with them getting Una Emery as their manager. That's been blocked out. Um, they really need to, they've been linked with Tony Cruz or Eden Hazard coming. It's a big mess up there. I don't think anybody's want to go, want to go, I can't even talk. Nobody's going to want to go up there in the wet north of England and playing a relegation scrap. So um, they really need to get a first win here. I think St. Max and Callum Wilson can do it, but they just need that third guy to help them and play them in these balls. And, and everybody thought it was going to be Joe Willock, but 
yet to get a good performance out of him this season yet. So um, they need to get a great result coming up here against Brighton next. Um, these are results they can get if they get if they have the right game plan. And um, I don't know, they have a lot of problems up there right now. Uh, moving on, Southampton one, Watford nil. Uh, Jay Adams getting on the score sheet here. Their only shot on target during the game. Um, Southampton are a side that hold the ball while 62% possession. Uh, Watford were just outmatched here, really, on the ball. They just couldn't keep up with the play. Um, back-to-back Premier League games at Vicarage Road, uh, them losing for the first time since November of 2019. So they're, they're really heads, they got, they're just scratching their heads back there, um, trying to find that right 11 to work. Um, Josh King, nothing on the board here as well as Sar. Sar's been sleeping the last few weeks with nothing in the back of the net. Um, but this is a great result for Southampton, their second win of the season. Um, they got two wins on a draw in their last three, climbing them out of that relegation zone uh, for the time being. But, yeah, just build week in and week out. This is what you need to do. You need to get, get big points on the road like this against inferior sides. So good for them. Watford kind of floating around that 16 area, uh, and that's probably where they're going to be the whole year. Uh, speaking about poor teams, poor inferior teams, Tottenham nil, Man United 3. Um, Ollie saving his job here for the time being. Um, switching up the formation, 3-5-2, didn't hold the ball as much. Only 41% possession at Spurs 59. Spurs usually don't hold the ball, but United pretty much forced them to uh, and caught them on the counter a lot. Ronaldo, Cavani, and Rashford all getting on the score sheet. Uh, it was a great game plan from United. Um, when you have that quality on the counter attack, I mean, you can't really go wrong. Putting Varane, Maguire, and Lindelof in that back three to start um, was a great, great job from them. Uh, Shaw and Wambasaka took it on the outside. So uh, it was a great game plan from the start and it just worked out for them. On the other half, Harry Kane doing nothing, doesn't want to be there. Uh, a weak back line. Lloris had a lot of shots peppered on him. So, I mean, Spurs, now that they got uh, Antonio Conte appointed as their new manager, they're playing a 3 5 2 uh, like United here. So, this is going to be a big performance. This They're going to need a big performance out of Harry Kane now because new manager, new blood into the system. We'll see if it works. Um, him and Kane, him and Son up top, I should say, with Lucas or uh, Bergwijn or whoever behind. I don't know what, what it's going to look like yet. Um, obviously, Hoiberg and Skip are going to be sitting in front there of the back three. Um, probably Ben Davies and, or excuse me, Regulon and and Emerson, or even Matt Doherty on the right wing back. Um, there's a lot of, it's going to be very interesting this week uh, when Spurs play Everton. That's a tough matchup to start, but um, we'll see if Antonio Conte in his first year at Chelsea won the champ, win, won the Premier League. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it now behind already uh, 10 games in with Spurs, but um, it's a tall task for him. And I think his main thing right now is to get Harry Kane uh, motivated to play for it in that in that uh, Spurs uniform, so that's his job right now. Uh, next up, probably the worst game of the week leads to Norwich one. This was a battle for the bottom two here, uh, and Leeds at the end of the day get the win like they should have. Uh, Rafinha and Rodrigo getting the goals for Leeds, uh, and then Oma Bem, I can't even pronounce it, Andrew O for Norwich. I think he came out of the youth program there. He got his day, first. Uh, Senior goal, nice to see from him, but just Norwich just didn't have enough. It was really, really poor from them. Overall, Leeds kind of stuck, played down to that level too, so not too much to say. Um, Leeds getting their second win of the year here. Good job from them, but uh, Norwich, man, just going to get relegated. 
Uh, probably the worst performance of the weekend. Aston Villa won West Ham for getting a red card in the second half. I mean, Aston Villa looked absolutely god-awful in this game. Um, West Ham were just all over them uh, from the beginning to the, to the end. I mean, just absolutely destroyed. Dean Smith now, I think that's, if I'm looking here correctly, that's four straight losses. I mean, they're just falling and falling down the table, and it's not the right time coming up into that. Excuse me, the beginning of the Christmas window in a couple weeks. I mean, they really have lost their their drive going forward. They don't have the, the horses. Uh, Ollie Watkins getting on the score sheet here. Nice to see for him. But like Danny Ings, man, you bring him in on deadline day, and he's done absolutely nothing since the first two games. Um, you're going to need somebody to step up and get you some points. Uh, and it's not looking like it's going to be him in the next few weeks. So. They're going back to the drawing board. West Ham keep up their great form in the league, still in that top four. Um, everybody thought they were going to have a slump from last year like they did the year the last time they were in the Europa League, uh, but they're staying firm here. Not too many injuries. They haven't been getting that bug yet of losing key guys and having to go to the bench. So uh, we're, we're not at that point to where they're going to start struggling, but great performance from them. And then finally, the last game of the week here. Um, we're doing good on time here. We're at the 13-minute mark. Wolves 2, Everton 1. Wolves looked great this game, dominated the ball. Everton pretty sloppy. The second goal for Jimenez. Ben Godfrey plays a bad back pass to the goalie. Uh, Jimenez does the job chipping uh, Pickford uh, and sealing the three points there. Wobie then got a, a consolation goal. Made the game interesting towards the end, but I mean, just Everton's looking god-awful as of lately now. Um, three straight losses in a draw. I mean, they can't figure out these problems. It's exactly like last year. Uh, first six games, they looked great. And then after that, it was like they just fell off a cliff. And it's the same thing. So maybe it's not the managers. We thought Ancelotti was the problem. Uh, Benitez is having a similar issue. Um, there are injury problems there as well. But they just can't They just can't find their way back into that great form. And Townsend's not the guy for them to get that. Uh, Wobi can't consistently score. Gray, I mean, he's fell off. And Richarlison's still getting his fitness back. And no DCL, so um, big problems for them. It could have been worse even. It could have been 3-4-1 if, if uh, Wolves put their chances away uh, towards the end of the game. So they have to go back to the drawing board. Wolves is in great form, I should say, before I move on to my predictions. I mean, four wins on a draw in their last five, sitting in their, their signature seventh position. I mean... They're looking great right now. Uh, I wouldn't want to play them in the next coming weeks. Okay, that closes our review. I should say, Evan and I, if he didn't already say it, both finished 3-7 and seven in our predictions last week. Uh, my worst so far. Evan got 2-8 and eight the one week, um, so not his worst. But, I mean, when all those big, when all those big uh, teams lose, or, uh, you just your record absolutely plummets, man. It's tough. It's really hard to guess those games. Um so now we go into the week game week 11 predictions. We start off with a pretty big stinker of a game here. We got Southampton hosting Aston Villa. Um, I'm looking here. Uh, Aston Villa obviously have lost their last four matches as well as conceding at least three goals in their last three. And Southampton struggled to score. So I think it's going to be a close, low-scoring game. I'm going to go with Southampton here. I think the crazy bad form continues for Aston Villa. Uh, and I think that Southampton gets uh, their first back-to-back wins of the season. Moving on into the Manchester Derby. Um, big mat- match for both sides. Man City has been struggling. Uh, 
in the Champions League. They get a big win this week, but like I said, losing to Palace is a big one. And the game before that, they lost to West Ham in the Carabao Cup, I believe, in a shootout. So as of lately, they haven't been doing their best. Uh, same with United. So um, obviously, I'm still going to go with City here. Um, City are the big dogs. They should win this game. But uh, Ronaldo, man, you never know. He's saving their asses every single week, uh, whether it's an equalizer or a game winner in the 90th. So you never know. But I will go with a Man City win here. Uh, next one, don't even have to stay on this for 10 seconds. Brentford, Norwich, going to Brentford. Um, Norwich, if Norwich gets a point out of this game, I would be shocked. But I think the Bees get the result. Next, Chelsea, Burnley. Um, this, look, this is a tricky one here because Burnley getting a big win over Brentford. Um, Chelsea really struggled against Brentford, if you want to look at it that way. So um, it's that Chelsea have won their last four matches against Burnley in all competitions, um, as well as Burnley have conceded at least two goals in their last five away matches. So with that being said, I'm going to go with Chelsea, even though we're still going to be without Lukaku and Werner in this game. Um, a lot of guys are going to be out, um, as well as maybe N'Golo Conte. He's obviously been dealing with a lot of injuries. So Jorginho, I think, can get the job in there, as well as our normal back five. So Chelsea get the job done here. Can't really go against them. Um, probably one of the most interesting matches this week, Crystal Palace hosting Wolves. I was looking at these games last night, trying to have a good idea before I started this. Today... And this is going to be a really good matchup, I think. I mean, Palace in their 4-3-3, Wolves in their 3-4-3. Tricky matchup here. Um, probably low scoring. I don't see a lot of goals going in here. Both teams look solid defensively. Um, I think I have to go with Wolves here. I think Wolves get the job done. I think Palace have been doing too well as of lately, and they need to get a loss sooner or later, right? So I'm going to back Wolves. Next, we have Brighton, Newcastle. Um, I think this is the game. I think this is going to be my big uh, game. I'm going to stick my neck out here. I think Newcastle can get the job done here. I think Brighton are a side that have been in bad form lately. Um, been catching them out in their fraud status. So I think Newcastle can get their first win of the season here at Brighton. Next, Arsenal, Watford. Watford up and down team Arsenal in phenomenal form. Going to back Arsenal here. Take another chance on them. I mean, sooner or later it's going to come where they're going to lose a couple games in a row. But they've been in extremely good form. Minimal uh, injuries on the team besides Tierney and Jaka. Everybody's looking great. Uh, club's happy. So I'm going to go with Arsenal here. Next, Everton, Spurs. Took Spurs last week. Didn't work out with United. Everton struggling with injuries. New manager in Conte. New system. I think they get the job done here. I'm going to take another chance on Spurs. Everton in woeful form. Going to back Spurs here. Next, Leeds hosting Leicester. Leicester leads the two L's. I don't really know where to go with this one. I mean, I've been back in Leicester as of lately. They've been doing great. Leeds are a team really struggling. Uh, both teams give up a lot of goals. Um, I think I'm going to go with a draw. I think both are going to be upset with this, but I think a draw uh, is, I don't know, that was the last thing I was thinking, to be honest with you guys, a draw, but I feel like it's going to be one of those weird weeks for a draw with them. Finally, we got West Ham hosting Liverpool, second biggest matchup of the week, I'd say, besides the Manchester Derby. Both teams are in great shape, um, scoring a lot of goals, Liverpool lead the league with 29, uh, West Ham right up there tied for third with 20. 
Mikel um, Antonio, no goals last week. He's kind of been dropping off a little bit. I mean, it's easy when he was what in such form he was in. But um, Liverpool dominate this matchup uh, over the last three years, just scoring a lot of goals. All these games have been high-scoring games. But with West Ham and the shape they're in, Declan Rice, Suchek, they do great. Suchek, not as... Uh, not as dominant going forward as much. He's last season with 10, 11 goals in the league, um, having a Yaya Torre-esque kind of form. But um, I think I'm going to back Liverpool here. I don't think they're going to have enough on the wings, on the fullback positions to stop Salah and Mane. I think this could be a big game for Jota in there in the middle uh, if Klopp doesn't go with Firmino. So I'm going to back Liverpool here uh, in an away win for them at the London Stadium. All right. I was kind of a rapid-fire one. Uh, just wanted to run through that for you guys real quick. Didn't want to keep you too long. So uh, that concludes part two of episode 101. Um, if you guys, like I said at the start, if you guys want to hear Evan's half of the episode, go listen to that. Um, see what he has to say on the games and what his thoughts were. Um, just wanted to speed run this. Like I said already, I'm just rambling at this point. Uh, check all of our socials at Post20 Pod Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. Streaming platforms, follow us there. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Hit up over our hit up. Head over to our YouTube channel. Hit that red subscribe button at Post20 Podcasts. If you want to check out old video formats of our past episodes, you want to check that out. See how that went. Um, and other than that, thank you guys so much for watching. Next week, uh, the scheduling will be better. Um, I kind of lost track of time. I was out last night uh, when Evan was recording and and just time got away from me. So um, that's on me. Next week, we'll be back together to review game week 11 and predict game week 12. So thank you guys so much for listening and uh, I'll catch you next time.